Hi, this is Shane Gibson's sales podcast from ClosingBigger.net. Today I'm going to talk about filling your funnel in 2009. So for those of you who don't know the terminology funnel, what that really means is your pipeline or filling your list, your sales process, your sales database with leads and business or prospects that are going to turn into revenues for you this year and commissions in your pocket. If you're a business owner, it's pretty straightforward, adding more clients to the list that generate you more revenues. So I guess I'm going to start this off by assuming that a lot of us listening to this podcast are sales professionals or you work for someone else. The first step to filling your funnel and really hitting the ball out of the park this year is to realize that you're in business for yourself no matter who you are. Stop thinking like an employee. Start thinking like an entrepreneur. What that means is that in order to really, really succeed, to break our quotas, to move up in our career to the next level, we need to invest. We need to invest more time, more energy, and more probably of our own personal money as well. Many people I see working in organizations with lots of opportunities out there will not do work and say, well, you know what, I just, I can't get through this extra work. I got, I'm so busy doing paperwork, I can't really, really get ahead and make enough sales calls to hit my quota. My question is, how much do you earn per hour? Let's average it out. They might say, you know what, it averages out that I make $50 an hour or I make $100 an hour if I average it out between my base and my commission. And my answer or my question is, and Anthony McAleer, who works with Freedom 59, Freedom 55 Financial, asks this question often. He says, if shuffling paper is a $12 an hour job and you say you're worth $100 or $200 an hour, why are you doing that job? Even from this perspective, I know a number of years ago, my father shared a story with me. He used to work in radio advertising. He was one of, top, one of Canada's top airtime salespeople back in the 70s. He went into an office that was very paperwork intensive. A lot of computers back then. And out of his own pocket, as a rookie salesperson, when he hit that plateau, he actually dug into his own pocket and paid for his own personal assistant with a permission from his boss. It blew his boss away. But what it did for him is it tripled his proactive time in sales and blew his sales through the roof. He soon sold more than just about anybody else in that radio group in the entire country, not just that station. A big part of that, he said, was realizing that he wasn't that $12 an hour person. He was a $500 an hour salesperson. And what he wanted to do is maximize his proactive time. So my challenge to you in filling your funnel in 2009 is whatever your revenues were in 2008, I would guess that by the end of the year, you were pretty tired. You'd worked a lot of long hours already. So my question is, how do we reduce the hours that are the wrong hours? How do we reduce those long hours doing stuff that we're not supposed to be doing? My friend Stephen Jagger from Ubertour and Reached, which are two high-tech companies that are very successful here in the Vancouver area, he talks about either delegating it, deleting it, or automating it. So find a way to delegate that activity. Is there things you're doing that are supposed to be done by other people in your office, but you haven't let go of that control? Are there things you're doing you like to do or have always done that you just don't need to do? Can you delete those activities? And then of those other activities, are there ways to automate it? 
Now, another way of delegating is, of course, is offshoring. Literally for a few hundred dollars a month, you can offshore everything from appointment setting to follow-up emails to filling out invoices to filling out expense reports to someone in another country. There's many outsourcing opportunities there for you as well. So first thing is stop doing the things that aren't making you money and realize that you're worth $500 an hour, not $12 an hour. But if you're doing that $12 an hour work, what you're saying to the marketplace is that's what you're worth. So that's one of my first thoughts. Another level of inefficiency that stops us from really, really hitting our goals and maximizing the number of prospects and clients we can deal with is the fact that we haven't set aside proactive time, that we let the phone and incoming email dictate what we're doing in our business. My suggestion, book proactive time, at least two hours a day where you book time off, where your phone isn't ringing in, where your door is shut, and it's like an appointment. And get an agreement with people on your team why this is so critical because you've got so many hot prospects you need to follow up on. Real deals and real opportunities. Be disciplined at booking that proactive time. If time doesn't work for you, you might do what I do. I'm not big on time. I'm just big on results. So in my calendar, I make 10 proactive touches to qualified A-category clients and prospects every day. That's 50 a week doesn't take that long. Sounds like a lot. Usually it takes me under an hour a day. That for me in doing that, not for the entire year, but usually just for 90 days, solidifies my goals for the entire year. Book that proactive time, whether it's proactive touches or proactive calls. Next thing, this is the third one. I'm going to finish with this thought is in filling your funnel or two thoughts In filling your funnel. One of the challenges is that we're making too many calls to the wrong people at the wrong time with no research. I do believe in proactive calls. I do believe in cold calls, but I don't believe in unqualified, annoying, unresearched calls that waste your time and your prospects time. So if we look at this, here's some things we can do. You got a list of 100 people, you've pulled off the natter from some database, it's an indiscriminate list of an industry, throw it out. It's a waste of your time. 98% of those prospects don't want to hear from you. They're not qualified. And the 2% that do want to hear from you, because you spent so much time on the other 98%, you don't have enough time to research and truly understand their business and where it hurts. And if you're not solving problems in this economy, you're not closing deals. So lastly, my thought here is invest in tools. For instance, zoominfo.com has got 40 million people in the database several million companies, and you can literally drill down and get information such as annual revenues, size of company, drill down by position, get direct email addresses, phone numbers, stage of business growth, all these things. Even if you look at, say, let's the CEO of the company, you'll find that CSO or CEO, what they've got is You've got everything from the board of directors they're on to any press releases they're connected to to all kinds of information that Zoom Info automatically through their web crawlers pulls together for you. So instead of you crawling through the web for an hour researching this company and another 10 minutes preparing for the call and then picking up the phone, you can click into a database like that or one like LinkedIn if you've got enough connections to pull the research out and you can do the same amount of research in 15 or 20 minutes and put your value proposition together. What I'm suggesting is invest in the tools to reduce your research and prospect digging time. 
And when you come out the other end, what you've got is you've now increased your proactive time, I would guess, from one or two hours a day to three or four because you're not wasting all that time building your list and researching and digging from multiple sources on the web and it's kind of scratching your head wondering if you've got the right person or what the challenges are in their company at that time. A tool like Zoom Info, for instance, will cost you about $5,500 a year. It's a comprehensive database. LinkedIn, a paid subscription, is about $500 a year. But the key here is what is your time worth? If you're that $500 an hour salesperson, if you're capable, if you're selling all day to over a year, have it equate to even be worth $200 an hour, why are you doing a $10 an hour research job? Why are you doing a research job that the robots that work for Zoom Info that crawl the web do all night for you for almost free? So my suggestion here is again, the third thing here is spend less time on unqualified lists and not doing research. You can fill your funnel really well if you invest in the right business intelligence tools. Lastly, how you're going to fill your funnel in 2009 is have a big audacious goal and don't make it a secret. Make it public. Plaster on the wall above your desk. Tell your sales manager what you're going to do every week. And even if your organization isn't big on micromanaging, isn't big on checking in, just let people run with it, my suggestion is get your manager or find a coach to hold you accountable weekly on pushing through on those goals. Because if we miss a day, it rolls into a week. We miss a week, it rolls into a month. And all of a sudden, our numbers are way off for the quarter and then the year. Draw a line in the sand. Be accountable. And if we roll back to these concepts, in my opinion, a big part of it is getting absolutely focused, absolutely proactive, and stop doing the things that have nothing to do with closing deals. This is Shane Gibson's Closing Bigger Sales Podcast from ClosingBigger.net.